This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show. Never duplicated voices of misery podcast, and of course, I'm one half your dynamic duo, the nerds. I'm the nerd, and you are nerdette. What the hell is going on with you today? How are you? I'm, I'm here. It is Wednesday, which means uh, fucking hey, man, it's midweek, it's hump day. It's the last week that we're gonna be here in January 2024, and already shit's getting crazy out there. Well, isn't Monday still January? Are you uh, like? Well, I think you're rushing, man. You, yeah, there's 31. I'm fucking high, man. I'm yeah, just, I'm just still there's January no next excusing week. my behavior right now, people. Like, go to buynoid.com and use code nerd to save 10 percent on your buynoid needs and all your marijuana, good stuff there. But yeah, so anyway, I just botched what the hell I was trying to say. But we got one more week left of the uh, first month of the year. So, are you excited to get to February? What are you been watching? Oh God, uh, not much. Caught up on the traders, and then I watched. Um, the UK version because they're on season two, so I watched nine episodes of the UK Traders. Um, what else did I watch? I think that's it. Oh, my life with the the Walter uh, boys. I watched that on Netflix. That was like ten episodes, and that's about it. I haven't really watched anything else. I'm starting Surviving Paradise. I just started that on Netflix. 
I don't know. Things are to get back to. The, is, is that reality TV or a real show? That's a reality competition show. Listen, there are no good shows out right now. Nothing? No, no. Sopranos isn't good. I, I haven't even gone back to it. How many episodes did you make it in that? Three and a half. I was Shit. in the middle of the fourth episode. I don't know, man. I'm not trying to be that person who's like, you know what's the first season? Oh, you know, fuck I'm, I'm that. not like that, but you got to give it at least like four episodes. Like, I think this you... is like four, like, no, like three or four episodes. Uh, I don't know. To name the show. Well, whatever. Two weeks to run. Mm-hmm. So you haven't been watching shit. I know you're waiting no. for me to give you my Twilight review. I finally finished them all. It took you long enough, man. I'm a Twilighter now, whatever the hell you want to call it. And uh, I didn't give any reviews, but I did tell you what team I was on. And I was very happy with you. you because were if begging. you had chosen the wrong team, mm-hmm. it would have been war in this house. There was no team to choose. <laughs> That's my biggest beef with us all. I was told I had to pick a team. You have to pick a fucking team. So I picked a team expecting there to be some kind of drama, and there was none. Hmm. Edward had her the entire movie, and there was not any inkling. Like, there was team uh, Stefan or team Damon. I, I can see a case for that. Because, because she, she did was bounce with back and forth. Right. Never gave this guy a fucking hint of anything ever happening with him. She, she realized she loved him in the third one, but it was already too late. The deal was already done. So it was like, oh, well, there was no competition. There never was one. There is no Team Edward or Jacob. It was manufactured by Bratz Online. It was no. not real. But I was Team Jacob because I had to pick one. I, I wanted her to be with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From the first scene, I was like, all right, I'll, I'll be Team This Guy because they had the relationship of uh, Lucas and Haley from One Tree Hill. And I, and I liked it from that show. So I'm like, I'm probably going to like that in this. Mm-hmm. And they had a sweet relationship as friends only. I did not see any romantic shit between them at all. Mm-hmm. And, and I said this before I'd even concluded. I'm like, there's no competition. Where's the? Where is it? Is that how other people feel, or is it just the book people that realize that no, there was there there are know. teams to be chosen? Like well, I obviously I never read the book. Yeah, I don't know. Like I I don't know. There was always hope of something until mm-hmm. that fucking fourth book pissed me off. Mm-mm. And then I was I was pissed, and so I don't know. But yeah, how many other of these movies were there? Five, right? There was the, yeah. They broke the fourth book up into two movies. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't like these movies at all. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest with you. I I mean I'm just gonna give my final score immediately on this series. I'm gonna give it a D. Yeah. Just overall, I did not like it. I'm not saying that to be cool. I'm not trying to say because oh, there's the myth he likes Twilight. He's get- no, I, I I would I I like the Notebook for God's sake. I thought that was a great movie. Yeah. Twilight sucked, and I'm going to tell you why. The fourth one, I'm going to give the credit first. The fourth one was the best one of the entire series. <laughs> wow. Okay. By far, the fourth one was the best one, and it was awful. It was yeah. just, it, it, it was like all right, well, this pile of shit smells the least worst. That's basically how I felt about it. Wow, I really thought you would hate that one the most. But I felt like I was watching boring friends' honeymoon videos. It's like your friend invites you over to watching their honeymoon, but that's what I felt like I was watching. No. These movies were nothing but fluff and no action until the fourth one, and and everything was like, did this happen or did it not fucking happen? Where the girl showed him his future, and all this cool fight shit happened, and people were getting beheaded and a little on fire. And then she takes the hand away, and he's like, oh shit, I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. And then I'm like, this it was so anticlimactic, a lot of it. Can I just say that Renesmee is the fucking worst baby name of all time. It was stupid. My fucking name was dumb. I thought it was disgusting how he was bonded to her as a baby. And when I knew. read that in the book, I was so pissed off. Yeah. I was, that was like the worst thing. <laughs> I was so mad. Imprinting, they called it. That is, I think that's what riled people up so much dude is that like it made no sense like this is stupid it was a consolation prize so he can somehow be linked to her but it was disgusting Mm -hmm. imprinting is basically like you find your soulmate basically that's what it is it's like this is the person you're supposed to be with forever like forever and ever he was bonded to a baby Mm -hmm. like he locks eyes with a baby in the scene and immediately bonds with this thing and knows that's his soulmate. Mm-hmm. So basically, love at first sight is, you know, when I saw you as a baby, I just knew. That's, that's I'm not even making a joke. That's what happened. He he looked at this thing and became imprinted with it. And 
They even made jokes about it, like, oh, should I start calling you dad now when the girl was like 10 years old in the fucking movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, this, they're fucking openly flaunting pedophilia at this point. And I'm like, all right, this is even worse than I fucking thought. I don't, maybe I'm being a little too harsh on it. Maybe, no. maybe. It's, it, I think it's pretty freaking disgusting. I thought that was gross. Yeah. The acting was so bad, I felt nothing for any of the characters. I didn't care about any of them. I wanted them all to die. I just, I didn't care <laughs> for any of them. I didn't like their fates. Um, nothing about them were redeemable or likable. This felt like a book that was horribly translated to a movie. Like, maybe this was a great book. Yeah. It was just horribly translated. It was fucking rushed beyond belief. I mean, her and this ever guy met and were instantly in love. Instantly. Like, fucking, this was made for people... Under the assumption that only book fans would see this movie, not expecting people that, like me, I've never read a, a page of these books, a sentence of these books. Yeah. And I, maybe I should have read the books beforehand because No, you, you shouldn't have to read the, yeah. the books, you know. I, I just, I happen to read the books before the, before I even watched the movie, so yeah. I, I don't know. It felt like it was made only for fans of the book. Yeah. Well, you have maybe. to have already known what to expect in order to appreciate it and not notice it being rushed because you knew it was going to happen anyway. Yeah. It was so fucking rushed. They meet in love. And I'm like, what the hell? And she's pregnant and has a baby. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And and uh, that stupid, uh, they were playing like vampire baseball. It was just out of place. It just like, it, it felt like an extra on a DVD that was somehow put into the movie that wasted like 15 fucking minutes. Oh, I like that scene. I don't know, man. This this was not for me at all. It and was I love Victoria, people, I'm the, sure. the redhead. I liked her a lot. Yeah. No, uh, this this was not for me. I, 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 I trooped it out. I watched them all. They were just awful fucking movies, man. D, I'm being generous with a D. <laughs> only because the fourth one was somewhat funny. Because I, I felt like I was watching people I hate honeymoon videos the whole time. They were just hanging out, like playing chess with music playing and... They're hanging out on a beach, like kissing, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I watching?" Yeah, terrible fucking movies. I do not <laughs> recommend these for anybody. Anybody. These are the fucking worst movies I think I've seen in many, many years. Now let's jump into something that's even worse on some levels. I'm watching this show called Outlander, and I don't even know it's on Stars. So this is probably the only, the second time Stars has ever been fucking used, and we've been paying for it. I don't know why. And Outlander is a show about time travel where this woman named Claire, 1940-something, like 45 or whatever, she touches these magic fucking stones and it transforms her back in time like 300 years. And she, right in the middle of this battle scene in Scotland where this fucking dude like rescues her from this other guy who looks just like her husband who's in her ancestry, her husband's ancestry. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to butcher this because so, I mean, fucking binge like two seasons in like a day, so I'm like, Everything's like kind of jumbled together. The fucking guy's like a real piece of shit, and he's one of the redcoats. He's a real piece of fucking garbage, man. And he is the mere spinning image of her husband in current times, where she came from. Mm-hmm. And her husband's a great guy. And this guy's a piece of shit. So it ties into the story later. She meets this guy, and the guy's a Scottish warrior, brings her back to the Scottish camp or whatever. She's a medical doctor in the 1940s. Her medical expertise is far more advanced than what these 1,700 idiots would know, obviously. So she's patching them up and trying to get trust or whatever. It's a fucking good show. Uh, she falls in love with the guy. The first season was just them like falling in love and her learning to acclimate there and whatnot. She meets another time traveler that's there, this fucking chick. She's from the 1970s or something. She's back in these times, too. The show really doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I'm trying to figure this out, and I'm not getting any answers, I'm not getting any help. I'm not looking for spoilers online or anything on this one. But I'm trying to figure out like what the hell the draw was to go to these stones that knocked them back in time. But that's not even what I want to talk about with this show. I, I probably would have talked more about the storyline and the plot until last night's episodes came into effect. The nastiest scene I have possibly ever saw on TV... The the Scottish hero gets imprisoned with his girlfriend, Claire. And the guy who looked like her husband, spinning image in the past, the duke or whatever the fuck, the, the, the captain mm-hmm. of the Redcoats, has them both captive. And he's like, I'm going to do something to her unless you submit to me. Meaning, like, he, he wants the guy, Claire's boyfriend, the Scottish dude, mm-hmm. to submit to him sexually. 
he has this crush on him, and they do a lot of nasty gay shit on this show. Like, he grabs the guy's hand, puts it on his crotch, and he's, like, kissing him and shit, and he's, like, torturing the guy. He's taking a hammer and beating his fucking hands in and shit, trying to make this guy his bitch. He's like, if you don't submit to me, I'm going to kill this bitch. And he says, fine, I submit to you, and he lets the girl go. The girl goes away, Claire gets out, and then you see possibly 15 minutes straight of torture and, like, fucking gay butts it's horrible man like butt sex bends the guy over on a fucking stone slab and he's just giving it to him and the fucking dude is like crying and shit and he's beating him he's beating his ass he's whipping him with the fucking uh, uh, cat and nine tails thing that they beat Jesus with guy's got welts on his back and shit it's fucking like crazy insane torture bondage weird shit man and it goes on and on and on. You think it's over and it's going to get... It, it, the guy at one point, he spits on his fucking hand and starts rubbing on the dude and fucking goes back in there, dude. He's like, yep, yeah, fucking keep it going. Horrible fucking shit, man. It was the finale... But I didn't like it. It was, it was the finale of season two, I think it was. I don't fucking know, man. I've watched so many episodes of this show and this one scarred me. <laughs> if I do... <laughs> it was some horrible shit, man. Don't watch the show, people. So, are you done with it? Are you going to keep going? Man. Why are you torturing yourself? Just end it. Dude, it was such a good show before this shit happened. It was well, a, I like that stuff. I love time travel stuff. I love it. Well, now the door is open. Dude, the character... So, it's going to keep going. That guy's door is open. <laughs> <laughs> he got fucking... It was worse than the scene in uh, the vampire, not not the vampire, the fuck is that? True Blood, where the the dude from General Hospital just getting clapped the fuck out against the car. Why is this on TV, man? Like fucking, why do you need that shit? Because well, they have it with with yeah. straight couples too on TV, and I don't, don't want to see, see that. Shit. I just want to see the screen fade to black. Yeah, I don't want it. It's like it just keep it like a soap opera and just just fade out. The lights yeah. go off. Okay, they're getting it on. Move on to the next scene. But, I mean, what is the point? That's, that's my thing. I don't, I what don't know. is the point? And the, the main characters are all they do is fuck. That's all they do. Yeah. Every scene they're in, they're just boom. They're like, yep, there you are. They fucking lock eyes and the clothes are coming off. You know, that's, that's how they do it. That's how they get down. But that dude, man, he got. And the fucking weird part was when he got into it. He got into it near the end. The guy was fucking with him. He was like drugging him. And he's like, the fucking gay dude's like, call me Claire, call me Claire. And he's butt fucking as he's doing it. And then the guy starts moaning. He's like, Claire, Claire. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then he's, and then he finally gets back to his girl and he's clapping his girl up because that's all they fucking do. And he looks down and he sees the guy's face in it more. It's like some AI shit. So fucking trippy, man. You're going to be watching more of it. Shut up. I hate this show. I do. I fucking, it was so good. It's and it got so nasty. I'm like, please, is this the fucking end of this shit? <laughs> is this the fucking end of this shit? It's got to be the end, man. It was the finale. They haven't gone back to it yet. Um, but the two were reunited. <laughs> the fucking bottom took his girl and left. They fucking got on a boat to France. Think you think they're fucking gone? They think you finally clear this guy. He's gone. He fucking shows up in France too. And they were like about the duel, and she talked about a dueling because if her boyfriend kills this guy, her future husband just disappears from existence. Yeah. So, I mean, you got that. And I'm like, that's the shit I love. I love that kind of stuff. And then you throw in the other shit. It's like they're trapping me, man. <laughs> it's like Back to the Future 4 starring Jason Bateman. And then you fucking got like, hey, Doc. And, he, and you know, right in the middle of the movie, you put a butt sex scene because you know that I, you want to see Back to the Future and they sneak that shit in there. They want to fucking trap you. But that's Outlander for you, folks. I don't know if I'm going to make it to the end of this one, man. You will. If I see one more of those scenes, I swear I am done, man. I fuck. It's so bad. Dude, I hate the gay stuff so much, man. <laughs> I really do. I almost went out and spray painted the F word on my own car because oh I had to God. put a suppository in myself the other day. So there you go. That's how much I hate it. That's okay. Move on. Like, <laughs> Jesus. So and, anyway. And let, let me just tell everybody, I get actual details. Like, I have to hear this crap. Dude, I fucking... So you're lucky I keep just, you updated. Like, yeah. Like, ugh. All right. I keep you updated. So I, want, I do want to say rest in peace to Ron DeSantis. I want him to be the president in 2024 and the motherfucker. Yeah, good luck. Bowed out, man. He's, he's, he's done. He's like, fuck this. Fuck you, motherfuckers. I'm done. 
Gave a support to Donald Trump. He got spanked, man. I fucking knew he wouldn't make it. He was getting spanked in the polls the entire time, like 50, 60 points behind. Trump is too polarizing, man, and you got the Democrats know that he's their best chance at winning again is putting that motherfucker in office. They can screw him over and not even worry about it. So, I mean, this could be the beginning of the end right here, man. If Donald Trump gets in, I'll be happy. I mean, he, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of him, especially after the COVID shit. But if he's in there and he's going for revenge, I'm, I'm down for that, man. I would like yeah, to see do you really think Trump in there. Enough people are pissed off over the last couple of years that they would actually vote for him because they. <laughs> I don't know, man. But I mean, the only chance he has is saying this was before when I was president, and this is after I was president, and uh, boom, that's always that's all he has to do. But he goes out there and he says this dumb shit, you know, and he'll fucking fuck something up. And then somehow Biden will surge in the polls overnight mm-hmm. at 3 o'clock in the morning again when everyone's asleep. You know what I mean? And all the celebrities are going to come out. You're already seeing more stories getting piled on them. Nikki Haley. Of all people, Nikki Haley's getting propped up now in the media. They love her, mm-hmm. which means I hate her. Because if the media loves her, if all the media loves her, there's something wrong with this bitch. And I don't trust her. If, if, if you got the people on the left saying she's a great candidate, I don't like it. Because she's supposedly a Republican. I don't fucking trust that bitch. Man, I hope this isn't the end of Ron DeSantis' career, though. When he's about to be uh, termed out of Florida, I don't think he can run again. So where the hell does he go after this? You know, it's fucking sad. I would like to see him be the vice president. Get his ass there. We need him, man. We need him. And we need him somewhere at the top. Prime him for a future presidential run. That's what Trump should do. I think you get Trump and DeSantis together, those guys would be fucking unstoppable. Yeah. Fucking unstoppable, man. Here has been a lot of bad shit going <laughs> I got some good stuff here. I got some good things. I got some funny things. I got some murder. I got some death. I got some debauchery. All the crazy things you'd expect from the world. What do you got? Anything good? Um, I got cursing birds. Cursing birds? Yeah. Oh, is that the fucking... Uh... What the fuck is that bird? The one that... The, the parrot. parrot. Yeah, is that yeah. the one the parrots you taught it how to say like motherfucker and was arguing with it? Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. Do, go ahead and do yours first. Okay. I want to hear about this one because I saw a video the other day where there was like a parrot that was cursing. Hold on a second. I have to find it. Oh, okay. Here it is. Officials at a British uh, zoo said a group of infamously foul-mouthed parrots that were isolated from the rest of the flock are being moved in with the rest of the chatty birds in the hopes of cleaning up their language. The Lincolnshire Wild Park famously received five African gray parrots from different owners in 2020. Different owners. So all these stupid people... All taught bad words. All taught their birds how to freaking swear. And the new arrivals spent their time in quarantine teaching each other a variety of profanities. The birds were removed from the rest of the zoo's flock to keep them from teaching their bad habits to dozens of other parrots. Officials said the recent arrival of three more potty mouth parrots led them to make the decision to put all eight of the cussing birds in with the rest of the parrots. This is a zoo I want to go see. That's awesome. <laughs> Just for these birds. We put eight really, really offensive swearing parrots with 92 non-swearing ones, Steve Nichols, chief executive <laughs> of the park, said. Uh, when we came to move them, the language that came out of their carrying boxes was phenomenal. <laughs> really bad. Uh, not normal swear words. These were proper explicit, explicit whatever that word is. Uh, Nichols, yeah. Nichols said keepers are hoping the swearing parrots will learn new sounds from the rest of the flock instead of the other way around. We could end up with a hundred swearing parrots on our hands. Only time will tell, he told the BBC. Can you imagine? A hundred of them just saying stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. He said integrating the parrots with the rest of the flock is worth the risk. Parrots are flock creatures. They need to be with other parrots. The bigger the flock, the happier they are. Even though they swear, the welfare of the birds has to come first. The zoo posted signs uh, warning visitors about the potential for foul language, but Nichols said the swearing parrots have actually proven to be popular with the public, of course, because I wouldn't want to go see them. We did hear a lot more customers swearing at the parrots than we did the (laughs) parrots swearing at the customers. Cursing back. (laughs) (laughs) I wish there was a video with this article, but there wasn't. It doesn't say exactly what they're saying. Yeah, I would love to see great. that. Oh my oh, god, a hundred! They're in with a hundred freaking oh. other birds, man. They're all. <laughs> they're all you know, one of them knows the racist words. It was like a southern one or some shit. 
Put the southern one in the front. Oh my god, you can't you can't do it. They're birds. The they don't freaking know. Oh my god, that's oh awesome. My god. All right, so this guy sure knows how to make an entrance. Chicago Tech CEO Sanjay Shah dies in a tragic stage fall in India during the company's 25th anniversary celebration. This guy wanted to be a big shot. He's a CEO. He's like, these guys have to watch my stupid fucking welcome video when they get hired. They finally get to meet the real person. I'm going to make a grand entrance. And he gave them a moment they will never forget. Uh, so Sanjay Shah, 55, so CEO of suburban Chicago tech firm Vistex, died in a shocking fall in front of hundreds of attendees during the company's 25th celebration Thursday at a movie studio stage in India. A video of the bizarre accident shows Shah and Raju Datla, the company's president, being lowered in a faux hot air balloon. We talked about how dangerous they were the other day. Yeah. Spewing decorative sparks when a cable holding the basket gave way and the two men plunged about 20 feet to the stage below. 20 feet? I mean... You could break a leg or something, though, right? Shah died from his injuries while Datla remains in critical condition, according to multiple Indian news sources. 20 feet? I mean, that doesn't seem like a really bad fall. Well, you're six foot something, right? So, yeah, that's kind of high, man. That's like three of me being dropped, three of me down to the ground. It would hurt, but I, I can't see myself dying. Like, you could break something, I'm sure, and hurt. But I can't see. It depends how you land, I guess, right? And what you land on. Lucky bastard. Oh, man. So, yeah, he, uh, a Vistex spokesperson not returned a request for comment, man. So, yeah, he fucking went out there, and he was on this thing, and he was waving to people and shit, and it caught fire, sparked, and down he went. What would you do if you went to a fucking company event, and everyone's had a little sauce, and you see the CEO coming down? I'd be laughing. Pulls and dies. like, oh, is this part of the show? <laughs> like, you know, everyone was looking at each other. Everyone had their cell phones out. I'd be laughing. I'd be like, yeah! <laughs> you know we probably some badass fucking Hindi music playing that fucking they're all dancing and shaking their things. Oh He's waving God. and shit. He has a fucking snake wrapped around his neck. Oh man. So Chief's fan was asleep on his couch while his friend's bodies were frozen dead in the backyard. I saw that. I didn't read the article though. Fuck the Chiefs. That's all I got to say here for, for winning the football game. I hate those motherfuckers. I hope the Ravens fuck them I'll be up. honest with you. I did want to see the Bills go. Yeah, that would have been nice. That would have like, been nice, man. Yeah. Well, they would have gotten... Whoever bring wins... Bring back some fucking memories of them finally making it somewhere. Well, whoever wins uh, you know, that game, basically, is going to get fucking slaughtered. Unfortunately, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes getting killed by uh, Lamar Jackson. That guy's on the fucking roll. Those Ravens are looking good. Anyway, the uh, Chiefs fan who hosted a watch party that resulted in three friends dying in the backyard is claiming he was asleep on the couch for two whole days. What? Yeah. Two days, man. He thinks that's believable? I mean, if you're really, really drunk. No, you're not going to sleep for two days. You wake up, you pee, you you move around, you eat. Yeah, you, you don't wake sleep up, you for pee, two days. You might sleep. You might sleep if you're hang. I had some really bad hangovers. I slept a day away, and I was like, <laughs> it's very rare, but. I don't know. I don't believe this guy. It was very rare, but I mean, I remember way back when, you know, getting those bad ones. You just stay in bed. You're like, fuck this. I don't know, but as we reported, three Chiefs fans, David Harrington, Ricky Johnson, and Clayton McGreeny, were found dead in the backyard of a home that Jordan Willis rented to host a watch party for the Chiefs vs. Chargers game on January 7th. It wasn't until the 9th that the friends' bodies were discovered. This to sound shady. I mean, he didn't hear them banging on the door trying to get in. They didn't break a window to try to get in. They just stood outside and froze to death. Why would you rent the home? Because you can't rent an Airbnb, wreck it, and then leave. I mean, you got to. They couldn't go next door and get help. This is uh, this whole thing sounds really weird. Mm -hmm. I I don't I don't know. Initially, Willis's attorney claimed he watched the friends leave his house as he went to bed. However, that story changed when his lawyer then stated Willis never saw the friends leave and left them downstairs to hang out. He also claims he didn't know his friend's bodies were in the backyard still. Now the story Willis is saying that he was asleep on the couch. The last memory he has, or supposedly has, is of them leaving out the front door. He doesn't know what happened um, with them until, you know, when the police came Tuesday night to his house. That's according to his lawyer, John Perserno. So this guy's saying he has no idea. His family's raising questions and say they are guilty of foul play here, uh, this fucking scumbag. They were saying they were buddies and hung out all the time. There was no no suspicion of anything going on with them. 
he, two of them he went to high school with, and he grew up with the other one. So it's like, you know, there's no reason for But this. I don't understand. They're outside and they're freezing to death. You, they're not... Yeah. They're not trying to get into any building? Mm-hmm. Were they, like, were they high or something and passed out and froze to death? Like, what happened? Something weird happened there that these guys just, for some reason... Didn't break a window, didn't... I mean, if you're out there freezing, it's not that cold where you I don't, instantly die. Yeah, I don't care if I'm renting an Airbnb. If I'm locked out and it's freezing temperatures, I'm breaking a window yeah. and getting the fuck in. And I'm breaking I'll have window. to deal with the damage property exactly. later on. But I ain't I'm freezing the door and Maybe he passed out drunk that night. But what happened to the three of them that they didn't even go next yeah. door or find a... St- find a they grocery store? They did nothing? The, they all died at the same time. They were frozen... We, something had At to have this time, is shady as hell it just doesn't I mean these guys don't have bullet wounds on them I mean that would have been in the story you know they don't have like anything in the back of their heads like a fucking welt from the back right of the so were they like on heroin or something like what the fuck happened dude it's, were they so fucked up that they... how I mean maybe, maybe maybe drunk you'd be that stupid to just sit there and not move but then again if you're that cold you are, your instincts are going to kick in your survival you're, you're going to want to get somewhere warm and they didn't yeah, even you're try. not just going to sit there if the first friend fall like like hey Joe you still there Joe Joe and like you touch him and he fucking falls into pieces because he's frozen maybe you need to move before you freeze. I mean, this is really is weird. I I don't know. It's fucking odd. This guy's the only. He just fell asleep. I think For two what days. happened. He may have fallen asleep. These guys were drunk and stupid. They, and maybe this was all an accident. He woke up and saw them standing there like popsicles and was like, oh, shit. Because even if you out. are completely wasted and you fall asleep in the backyard, yeah, you're, at you're some dead. point, you're, you don't think you'll wake up because you're getting too cold and the hypothermia is setting in. You're not going to wake up. Hypothermia relaxes you, supposedly, and puts you to sleep, so... At some point, I don't know. It just seems weird. At some point, it might have been so cold that they just were tired. And we're like, yeah, fuck this. Went to sleep and died. It, it just slept in the yeah. snow. Yeah. And freezing at that actually isn't too bad, supposedly. Yeah, no, fuck that. It just slows your shit down. Yeah. Oh, sleep, God. Then you never wake up. And then you come back at your fucking caveman 5,000 years later. Uh, all right, well. Bunch of tra- tranny people. <laughs> what the fuck? Put me back. We have to go back. Moments after finding a lost cell phone in a Walmart bathroom, a Florida man used a device to call 911 and claimed there was a bomb in the store, according to police, who say the suspect later confessed that he had previously seen TikTok videos showing similar uh, fake threats, and he decided to make one himself. So apparently this is a trend on TikTok. It is. I'm so glad I don't use TikTok or any of this shit. Uh, This isn't the first article I've seen like this. Police responded Friday afternoon to a Walmart in Port Charlotte after a man called in a bomb threat to 911. When a police dispatcher dialed the number from which uh, the threat was placed, the suspect said, Tick tock, tick tock, before you hanging up stop, again. Stop. Oh, that's <laughs> shit. <laughs> after the phone's owner told cops he had left it in the store, a review of surveillance footage showed another man entering the bathroom moments later um, and calling 911. The second man departed the store as police were arriving. Cops quickly identified the suspect as Cody Clements, who's 28, and lives about 10 miles from the store. After being read his rights, Clements reportedly copped to seeing the cell phone in the stall and decided to make a prank call to 911. According to the report, Cody stated he regrets his decision. <laughs> Clements was charged with making a false report about planting a bomb or weapon of mass destruction, a second-degree felony. He was released from the county jail on $15,000 bond. That's it? Really? Mm-hmm. And has been ordered by a judge to have no contact with any Walmarts. He is banned. Clements is scheduled for arraignment February 12th. Damn. Like, why? Like, yeah. how, what do you get out of that? Who you and it's a trend. Like, some multiple people are fucking... Like, what get do you get likes, out of that? Likes, I guess. I don't know. I, d- I just don't see the point. I mean, who gives a fuck? What is a like button? I mean, I guess if someone agrees with what you're saying, it's a good feeling, and I guess a like is an acknowledgement of that. Did you ever have a bomb no, threat in school? Um, bomb threat? No. What did I think of? No. We had two. Did you? In high school. Yeah. Yeah. No, we didn't have any. We, we, we all decent. had to freaking leave the goddamn building and stand outside for like two, three hours while they all inspected the school. That yeah. sucked. 
I don't I don't remember who the hell did it. I'm sure they caught them, but twice when yeah. I was in high school. We had a couple of drills where we had to stand outside freaking in the freezing stupid. fucking cold. They picked the coldest day with the fucking rain coming down and shit. Oh yeah, fuck it, let's do it today. Yeah. Like you couldn't call an audible there, assholes, and just have regular class. <laughs> we'll reschedule it for tomorrow. I mean, shit, it's fucking freezing. <laughs> you know I'm poor, I don't have a coat, you make me stand out here fucking scumbags. <laughs> All right, so put your conspiracy theory hat on, people, because Mark Zuckerberg spent $187 million secretly buying 1,600 acres in Hawaii, and he is now reportedly building a massive self-sustaining apocalypse bunker. Now, we talked about this before, but now there's major details about this and how secretive this is. So, he spent more than a quarter of a billion dollars. I mean, I get it, right? You're rich. You want to survive it, and you have the money, so why not, right? I mean, what else are you going to do with the damn money? You, I mean, yeah. you're never going to run out. He's yeah. got way too much money. Might as well build something fun, I guess. So he's building it in Kauai, Hawaii, featuring a unique blend of luxury and survivalist elements. It's a 5,000-square-foot bunker, complete with its own energy and food supplies. So he's probably got, like, a farm down there and shit. That's that's pretty fucking it's cool. It's pretty fucking awesome, man. I yeah. mean... If you can self-sustain, like, get yourself some chickens. I mean, you can't be mad if the dude has yeah, you money. Got it. You, can't, you can't hate on him. You put the money in his pocket, I mean, you it is fucks. pretty freaking cool. Playing fucking Farmville, you dumb assholes. Motherfuckers. I mean, you might as well do it. The fucking world is ending. Yeah. <laughs> the dude's going to be prepared to be by himself. I wouldn't want to. Would you really want to be left over in a pile of shit? No. Why? If the fucking world know. ends, my luck would be I'd be the only person that survived. And I'd be like, what the fuck? You know, what yeah, but you'd be alone. Yeah, that'd be nice too. No, all the animals that survive would be following you a everywhere. Bunch of fucking cats would be like, we need. There's our human. You found the human. There'd be like one high pitched meow, and they'd all come. Oh my god, that's exactly what would happen. I'd be getting headbutts all the time. I could. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, what a nightmare. Oh, headbutts. That's my hell. Thank you. <laughs> So anyway, it's complete with a metal door filled with concrete. You could have an adoring fan that wouldn't shut up. Oh my fucking god. And the cats would learn to talk somehow. Oh my. Yo, yo, yo. Can you open up another can of that shit? Oh, adoring fan man. from the Elder Scrolls. What the hell one was that? Oblivion? Uh, something like Oblivion. <laughs> oh god. So this thing's been shrouded in secrecy since the beginning. They got workers on the ranch are required to sign strict NDAs. And reports indicate people have been fired for even posting on social media that they may be working on the project. Workers on the compound undergo constant surveillance from hundreds of cameras. And military-style security measures have been implemented across the ranch. Why is it that big of a deal? What is he doing there, man? Yeah. You got aliens down there? Something like, what's crazy. Happening? They know. He would know. Think about it this way. When the world was ending in all these crazy movies, what is the first thing the president does? He gets all the important people, yeah. and they go to an underground bunker. They go to places. I'm sure something was going on. Like, hey, we'll give you fucking all that you can. We're going to wipe out all this shit in Hawaii. We're going we're, well, we're to burn already, it all down. They're already working on that one with yeah. the 100% kill rate. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're about to release that yeah. after the bunker's ready. Fuck it. This, Mark, are you in? Yes. Release it. <laughs> Fuck these idiots, man. You know what? If you want me dead so bad, just fucking do it. Just do it already, man. Release the fucking hounds. Just get all the diseases. Just fucking end, end civilization, you fucking evil bastards. Stop teasing it. Just fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, seriously, just stop playing around with people's lives. This is bullshit. Either do it or fucking don't, you pussies. Or, or fucking storm the castle. You know what I mean? Do something here. This is just ridiculous. So this guy, it's got 30 bedrooms. Yeah, because he's going to have people down there with him. Oh, of course. His friends and family. And then once they all get there, yeah. he'll make the call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're safe. So the 1,400-acre compounds plan to house more than just a bunker. 30 bedrooms and bathrooms, two mansions connected by a tunnel to the bunker, and nearly a dozen tree houses linked by rope bridges. What Damn, that are sounds they fucking planning, cool. dude? I don't know, but that... That sounds really cool. The tree houses are designed to provide guests with an immersive treetop experience. Hey guys, look, and we have a brilliant view of people burning down there. Look at all the people burning on fire. Isn't that phenomenal? Oh, cover Billy's eyes are fucking in the other house across the street. One last clap. I don't get it, man. This is this is crazy, and he's not the only billionaire doing it. Lots of them are doing this right now. It makes you fucking wonder. They For know. a treetop experience, is he going to like rent the shit out? Like, I don't understand. I don't what know. do you mean? I don't know, man. Guests? What the fuck? Guests? What the fuck? 
30 bedrooms and bathrooms, so each bedroom has a freaking bathroom. Hey, who gives a shit? He's a fucking scumbag. But he's got the money for it, so hey, have have fun with all this nothing when we're all dead in paradise. Go fuck yourself and your money, you piece of shit. So, hey, did you ever see the movie Fifty Shades of Grey? People out here homeless, and he's building like some kind uh, yeah, of fucking amusement I mean, park over th- there. This is the world we've created and built, where yeah. people can just have this much land and shit. You know, it's a. Did I see what? Fifty Shades of Grey. I read the first book. Um, I started the second book, and told my sister I'm done. I can't. I can't keep going with this. Well, star of the movie Jamie Dornan was rushed to the hospital with heart attack symptoms. Yeah, I, I never saw the movies. After a run-in with toxic caterpillars. Oh no! Just another thing to be you know afraid <laughs> of out there, people. <laughs> caterpillars are cute. The toxic caterpillars, a teenage mutant ninja turtles new villain. They were uh, biting him during a golf trip in Portugal. Jeez. So, so it turns out there are caterpillars on golf courses in the south of Portugal that have been killing people's dogs and giving men in their forties heart attacks. And they got okay. like, yeah. they got little <laughs> Pfizer stickers on them. I knew it was coming. As soon as you looked up, I'm like, here it comes. They got little Pfizer stickers on them. Oh, my goodness, man. The Scottish broadcaster, 43, said the incident began when uh, he began to feel tingling in his left hand and arm. After a night out with Jamie, 41, and two other friends. Holy shit. He immediately recognized the symptoms as a sign at the start of a heart attack. Holy fuck. Why am I reading? I shouldn't be reading this one anymore. I'm good. He immediately grabbed out. his chest and started moving his left arm, people. Dude, That's I told why he's you, I was having out. some fucking tingling in my hand. The other. I didn't have any, I haven't been telling you that. My left arm. You're fine. My fucking Lord. It's about to happen, dude. You're I, fine. That's why I'm making amends. He goes around this house screaming, oh, and grabbing his chest and leaning on the wall. And no, the one in me, this, no one in this house, including the dogs, makes him move anymore. Hey, fuck. Hey, let's go to a lighthearted one here because that's... <laughs> Fuck. No one I'm moves. really freaked out, man. That shit freaks me out. I, it was really bad. It was tingling. Like that LL Cool J song. It's tingling, baby. <laughs> God. Hey, did you hear about this one? His boyfriend was busted for uh, dressing in drag to take a career exam for his girlfriend. Did you see that one? I saw the title, but I didn't read the article. Oh, my goodness. Was he taking the ACT? Thought copying uh, someone else's exams was extreme. A 26-year-old man named Angris Singh has been arrested after allegedly masquerading as his girlfriend. So he could take an exam in her stead, as seen in photos blowing up online. It's it's horrible, man. He he has the fucking drag outfit on. He just looks like shit. It's horrible, man. Uh, he tried to enter the examination hall by changing his appearance, police spokesperson Manash Kumar told Jam Press of the Soulmate cosplay. Singh had been attempting to take a recruitment test for his girlfriend, Paranjit Kaur, 34, at the DAF school in Kapura, Punjab, earlier Damn. this month. That fucking hurt, man. The Expressway reported, Kaur had reportedly previously failed the exam, a prerequisite to becoming a healthcare worker. <laughs> to deceive test officials, the uh, undercover lover shared his, he shaved his facial hair, applied makeup, and got gussied up in women's clothes before entering the exam room. So he's basically living out his fantasy. He just happened to have clothes in his size, too, by the way. Woman's clothes in his He just happened to have it. The meticulous impersonator even went so far as to forge his girlfriend's voter card, ID card, and Adhar card, whatever the fuck that is. It's, oh, it's their social, to make the illusion ironclad. These photos depicted the human chameleon, allegedly disguised as his other half, at the Baba Farid University of Health Sciences in Punjab. Unfortunately, he failed the sex exam. They knew, and they were suspicious immediately, after noticing that the face didn't match the picture of the application form that they had to submit. Uh, authorities picked him up, and they ran his biometrics and discovered that they didn't match the ones kept on records. So they accused him of cheating, and I guess there they're probably going to cut his fucking tongue off or some shit. <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't be a woman so bad to cut off his fucking dick, you know? That's what they do then, all right? Is that what they do? I don't, I don't know, man. Well, I mean, this is a case, in my opinion, of a guy who would do anything for his woman. I think this is sweet. That's nice. I think this is sweet. Fucking stupid. I but think it's fucking good for you. Stupid, yeah. Whatever. So he must be really smart. Right? Obviously, he's an idiot, but he must be smart enough that she wanted him to take the test. He didn't yeah. even take the damn class. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know. There you go, man. Fucking interesting. Well, I told you I was going to find this article. I don't. You said you were going to look it up, and I don't know if you did the other day. Stores like Target and Walmart are among many to announce changes to the feature. Um, of easy and convenient, the retail checkouts, the self-serving ones. Oh. Retail stores across the country are mo- removing self-checkout machines. Target, Walmart, Lowe's, and Dollar General 
are stores that announced they are removing or reducing the self-checkouts. We go to those stores. <laughs> yeah, that sucks, <laughs> What man. do we do? We go straight to the self-checkout. No matter how much or little we have. The lines suck. Yeah. We go full on overflowing cart grocery shopping and go to the self fucking checkout. They hate it for some reason. It like offends them when we do it. Yeah, they get so offended, but we don't give a shit. Mm. Um, so the reason employees say uh, they cause many issues for customers and businesses, but the biggest problem is theft. A recent survey from LendingTree found that one in seven admitted to purposely stealing items during self-checkout, while one in five shoppers reportedly reported they've accidentally stolen items during self-checkout. Shoppers are also 21 times more likely to sneak items past the machines more than the human cashiers. Dollar General recently confirmed stores will beef up staffing at checkout areas as it reduces self-checkouts. The move is a reversal for Dollar General, who just recently aggressively expanded the self-checkout station. And let me tell you, we literally just got a self-checkout in this store like three months ago. Yeah. And now they're taking it out. It's about time, though. (laughs) They got one, you know. Yeah, but now, for what? Now now everyone's taking them out. Well, you can't trust people to to do the right thing. Oh, no, you can't. Of course not. You can't. It's sad. Um. And it's, it's happened to us quite a few times where we forget something underneath the freaking car or whatever. Yeah, so I happened. get it. It happens on accident. It really does. I get it. But then, and I do like the fact that, well, you're going to have to hire more. Yeah. Right? That'll give them hopefully more Good. jobs because you need the cashiers to be open. You have 20 freaking registers. You can't just have two open. I mean, you got to figure it out. They just need to, I, I wouldn't mind if they opened more registers. I don't want to stand in a long-ass line. And let me tell you, some of these cashiers are so fucking slow. Mm-hmm. They're so freaking slow. And then they bag freaking stupid. Like, no, just throw the shit in there. I don't... I am not picky. Yeah. Throw everything in the freaking bag. Put more than two or three items in the bag. Mm-hmm. Throw ten things in the bag. And that I will be, like, thrilled with. But these, some of these cashiers, man, like, they put, like, three things in the bag. And just, like, you end up with 50 billion freaking bags when you come home. Yeah. I hate it. And they're slow. Oh, my God. And they want to talk. No. Yeah, just scan like your, my shit and get me out of here. <laughs> oh, I, I think I'm so sad that they're getting the crunch, rid of those finally. things. I think they're feeling the crunch. It's like, hey, is it worth it? Remember the story of the guy? He put the, uh, like, 25-cent Kool-Aid UPCs yes. on, like, TVs yep. and stealing shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, eventually, it's like, what are you going to do? Like, you, you put some old person at risk because I mean, yeah. there's a higher volume of theft at these checkouts. And you put an old person or a greeter well, to I'm take just, your receipts. I I'm, I get it. I you, Like, you I completely it. understand it. I just need, like, more help on the actual cashier lines. Yeah. Like you, you, you encourage theft. I mean, you have Jesus. to have people. You have to have people work these jobs. That's the way it's supposed to be. All right, so uh, our pal Scott shared this one. Oh my goodness, here. This is a fucking horrible death. This is a 16 year old boy. He died an avoidable death at a notorious Mississippi chicken slaughterhouse after being sucked into the deboning machine. Yuck, dude. He ain't the only one. Two other workers have died in accidents there since 2019. A deboning machine. I mean, I hope it was quick. You know? That's a terrible way to go. Poor kid. What the fuck was he doing there? He's 16. Maybe he works. You can't be, Maybe it's like a, a family type Man. place. Ooh, can you imagine the guilt? He shouldn't be working that. I don't know. Mississippi Chicken Slaughterhouse put a child into a preventable, dangerous situation. The Labor Department has concluded after the death of a 16-year-old was sucked into a chicken deboning plant. Duvon Perez had been cleaning equipment at the Hattiesburg plant of Marjack Poultry on July 14, 2023, when he was pulled into the rotating shaft of a machine and sustained fatal injuries. Yeah, I figured he was working there. Yeah, it just it sounds like an illegal thing. It just doesn't sound like you should be working the sharp machines. I thought you had to be 18 to work on anything sharp, at least 18. Well, he's cleaning them, so he probably wasn't running the machines. Yeah, maybe. You know, because I... Unless it's different in whatever state he is. But I know that here, yeah. like in South Carolina and New York, like just to run the bread slicer, you had to be 18 for that. Yeah. You couldn't touch the, you couldn't touch the button, God forbid. Oh. <laughs> you press a button. Yikes. So Perez, originally from Guatemala, had been hired to work at the slaughterhouse by a recruitment firm, despite it being illegal for under-18s to work at a meat processing plant. Yeah. Oh, fuck. 
His death caused widespread outrage, and on Wednesday, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, a division of the Department of Labor, issued a report finding a litany of errors and recommending $212,000 in penalties. Dude. Yeah. I'm going to get this kid's life back, man. Yeah, that family needs to sue. Like, he wasn't even allowed to work there. That's mm-hmm. not right. There's so much wrong with us. Yeah, that's not right. Hey, fucking throw Pepe on the machine. That's probably what they were thinking, too. Fuck this kid, you know? That's probably what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, fucking immigrant. Let's fucking have him clean the machine. And uh, they also highlighted the two previous deaths of the company's facilities since 2020 and accused the company of complacency and recklessness. How is this place still open? Oh, man, that's bad. There's a guy named Bobby Butler. He's 48. He died in May 2021 in a similar incident, too. Everyone's saying how sad it was that it was a child, but yeah. Another guy, 33, was killed at the same slaughterhouse in December 2020. They found 17 safety violations in OSHA's latest report, including 14 classified as serious. No one's from this company. The uh, vice president, uh, John Williams... Or the other person there, they didn't put their name. They said neither of the vice presidents, but they just, put, just named one of them. So the other guys got like, fucking woo, put my name in this fucking article. But yeah, man, that's some shit. They haven't said anything about it, so they don't give a fuck. Got their PR people to handle this, you know. That's some that's bullshit, awful. dude. Yeah. What do you do? And here? things like ocean stuff, that should be like a, a spur of the moment, like no heads up, just come yeah. in and inspect the places. Yeah. 17 violations, that's fucked up, man. No one was paying attention at all. OSHA's doing their job for once instead of trying to fucking three freaking deaths like yeah I, I don't know man that, that's messed up that poor yeah. kid that shouldn't have even been there mm-hmm. that's terrible I got one more here for you New York City church workers throat slashed after calling out a man who was pissing on his car <sighs> why do you have to piss on someone's car why couldn't it be anywhere else I mean why can't people in New York are getting so fucking brazen now not everybody, obviously. You got a lot of decent New Yorkers, but you got a lot of shit, too. Let's face it. Anytime you get a, a blue state, you're going to have way more shitty people in, than good. But, you know, there are some Especially good Especially in city-type areas. Exactly. And, you know, we live there, so we can speak from experience. Yeah. I've been to the city many times. It's always been a shithole, but now it's just worse. <clears throat> I wouldn't want to go there now. No. <laughs> no, seriously. It's just, it, I There's never wanted to go there nothing in the first place. that would ever want me to go there. Nothing. Dude, I was young and dumb, and I mean, I remember walking around with my friends at like 3 in the morning. Yeah. And, and it just like nothing but bums on the street and people doing crazy shit. And it was cool because it was like in the movies, you know. Hey, remember this? And last time I yeah. went, I think it was 2007. Yeah. That was the last time. Yep. Yeah. You went to do the same thing I went when I yes. went there. I went to the same fucking show. See, Montel Williams, man. Yeah, man. That was it. Never went back. A New York City man had his throat slashed after he spotted a man urinating in a car and asked him to stop, according to police. Officers responded to a call just after 5 p.m. on Sunday concerning an incident in front of 404 East 14th Street. Police said an unidentified individual was urinating in a car when a 66-year-old man asked him to stop. The alleged public urinator brandished a box cutter and slashed the man's neck, causing severe laceration and bleeding, police said. The suspect fled the scene on foot. The victim was transferred by EMS to Mount Sinai in critical condition. The New York Post identified the victim as Joseph Mack, a caretaker at Immaculate Conception Church. The report listed his age as 54 rather than 66 that was given by the NYPD, so they fucking gave him 12 extra years. The suspect remained at large as of Tuesday and the investigation is ongoing. Holy shit. So the fucking public pisser on hmm. the prowl. What do you think about this? Disgusting. Fucking New York, man. Yep. What's it with those people up there in New York? None of them are nice. They can never be good, decent human beings to each other. They're always choosing the route of the asshole, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They are. And I know you're so excited to get back to your favorite thing. I don't know what the fuck you're even watching out there anymore. I just started Surviving Paradise. I'm not sure what it's about yet, so don't ask. I I haven't even gone through an episode. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you uh, enjoy your, your stupid bullshit. I have nothing to do today, man. Today's Wednesday. It's just one of those days, you know. It's just a really blah day, even though it is getting nice here. I'll give it that. Yeah, it was 70 today. Man, it felt nice. Yeah. I went out there expecting it to be cold when I ran my errand. I went to go pick up a couple things at the store and whatnot. And I put my winter coat on. I had my hat on. And I went outside. And I'm like, holy shit, it's warm. I told you. Did yeah. The end of January and February, mm-hmm. we start getting 60s and 70s again. Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. I'm happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bitch about our cold-ass winter now. It's going to be like this going on. 
You know what? This stuff's been hitting a lot harder lately, and I don't know if Binoid's up in their game here and putting more potent THC in these pills, man, but it is kicking my ass lately, and it's feeling good, man, and I think we're going to make it to Friday. We might limp in there, but we'll fucking make it somehow. This person wants to know, am I the asshole for not allowing my mother-in-law to come over to my house unannounced and for no longer accepting anything she buys us? I saw this title, and I'm like, this is so you. And you're already laughing because you love these situations, don't you? God, man. You love those, don't you? I hate people. Tell the listeners here, what is the number one thing you hate that people can do? People just showing up here. Yes. I get so pissed off. Like, I think pissed off. I think it's irrational anger, and I get angry. Yeah, I I get I like it's I can't even see like I I, I see red. Mm-hmm. I get so pissed off if I open the door and it's someone I know. Like you, what the fuck are you thinking? Mm-hmm. Like absolutely not. Like you, I'll get never so forget. Mad. Like my aunt and uncle came down. I think it was the first year we moved here. Yeah, they came down for vacation. I was so excited to see them, but we had like a lot going on. It was bus stop time. The kids were coming home from school. I have two different buses I have to catch. Mm-hmm. Bring home both kids. Uh, so my phone is ringing and I'm not answering it because I'm busy that I'm undoing the book bags. Like the Jenna just got home. She was younger. So she was a little bit more like freaking a little crazier. A little, yeah. She was much younger. And then all of a sudden, no, I did not answer the phone. There's a freaking doorbell ring. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like trying to get the kids settled down, get them their snack and all that crap. I open the door and it's my whole family just standing on the freaking front porch. I'm like, oh, hell no. I was so freaking mad. I was so freaking mad. Oh, my God. I've I don't think my dad... I've never seen you this angry. <laughs> I, I think my dad was just like, whoa. <laughs> like, Get the fuck out of here. Like, did I answer the fucking phone? I am busy. Yeah. <laughs> Kids haven't even changed out of their school clothes yet. You're I mean, freaking attacking shit. me. Oh, my God. I'm like, Jesus, man. You're pissed off for like, no. I, I thought it was. I thought it was crazy. All right, so I've been with my husband for three and a half years and married for just over one. This past November, we had our first child. My husband is an only child, and his father was never in the picture. Him and his mom have never really been close. Now for a little backstory. We were both at odds with my mother-in-law, and it all started less than 24 hours after I had my son. <laughs> Why? Because they, they always know best. They always got to put in their freaking opinion. They're annoying. I'm not just saying mother-in-law. My, my stepmother, just, like, no, just back off. Yeah, you fucking hate this. That's why I, I loved this. is like, this oh my God, this is pissing me off so much. I'm loving this, and I already know you're saying you're not the asshole for not wanting people there. <sighs> and now for a little backstory. We're both at odds, and it started less than 24 hours after I had my son. My husband and I both told my mother-in-law, my mother, that we did not want our son's birth turned into a photo op. Oh, God. Thing, I'm getting is, so mad. This is hitting all the points. Your oh. sister was like that too, to the point where she didn't let anyone see the baby for weeks. For weeks, you yeah. didn't even see the baby. No, no. Well, for, for me, it was for days. Yeah, yeah. She she wanted to. I'm not gonna tell you if it's a boy or a girl. Like she was being really annoying, and I was actually starting to get pissed off. Yeah. By day three, I think she finally sent me a picture of some. Stu- like she was trying to be funny, but I was getting aggravated. But like she wouldn't let anyone even come to the hospital. Or come to her home to see the baby. Crazy, man. For a couple weeks. I think so. that's even crazy. I know some <laughs> parents are like that, but I think that's fucking overboard. Like, come take this motherfucker, please. <laughs> <clears throat> People taking pictures of me has always made me uncomfortable. I can relate. My son had some complications immediately after he was born, and he was rushed to the NICU. Mm. The NICU, as we call it here in the hood. <laughs> I wasn't able to see him for roughly nine hours. Oh, man, that's horrible. Yeah, my mom couldn't see me for weeks, man. Yeah. Weeks, because I had my fucking head fucking opened up and shit on the table. Once I was allowed to go into the NICU, my husband went with me as this was my first time I was officially meeting my newborn son. Next thing I know, I look up and see my mother-in-law using this opportunity as a photo op. I was fuming. These were not the first pictures I wanted of my son or of my husband and I with our son. I mean, do you think she's going overboard here? No. This is a private moment. There was something wrong. He ended up in the NICU. You need to back off. 
Oh yeah, like, like seriously, of them all, all tied yeah, up looking dead and shit, tubes yeah. and stuff like that. And like, no, you need to back up and let them have their moment with their newborn. Like, no, yeah. like obviously she's excited; she's a grandma now. Yeah. But like, you have to like have some respect. That that would piss me off. The next morning, my mother-in-law decided she wanted to come back and see her son, who was now safe and in her room. I am running on maybe two hours of sleep, but I still said it was okay for her to come. Once, she, so that there she goes. You invite you open that door. You knew it yeah. was coming. When she was there, I didn't really interact with her. I was just trying to rest. After she left, she ended up calling my husband. This is when he decided to call her out in the photo op and how she completely violated a boundary that we clearly set. Mm. Mm. So he he started the shit. She had to deal with it. Her response floored me. She began yelling at my husband, saying that I hate her, that I don't like her, and that I never have, that I am so hateful towards her. It sounds like she is. No. I mean, you said she can come see this baby and then ignored her because you're retired. I mean, I know you're tired, but you still ignored her. That that comes off as rude. Yeah. I mean, we know how, how that is because when we were staying with your dad waiting for the house to show up, he would just sit there and like ignore people and shit until he got his beer in him, you know? Yeah, to so a certain it, time. And then it, it does. It comes off as rude, doesn't it? It makes yeah. you feel unwelcome and shit. Mm-hmm. I have you seen where she's coming from. She said her reasoning for taking the pictures was because she thought that she would want to remember that moment, and to her it wasn't a big deal, and she didn't see the point of getting upset. Yeah, but you followed the rules. But should there be rules? I mean, it's just a... Yes, I they sent it. the parents, including the husband. I don't know. They both said, no pictures. I wasn't like that. The husband is the one yelling at the mom because he's pissed off, too. Yeah. Like, no, no pictures. I didn't even think we had a cell phone when the first one was born. No, we had a digital camera. We Remember that camera. shit? The nurse was holding the damn digital camera. That's right. It's like, hey, you want to see a picture? You got to fucking come here. We don't have technology yet. <laughs> yeah, she, she took the damn pictures. I was strapped to a fucking table and you were sitting next to me. Wait, did she just take a picture with that thing in her pocket and then sit at the soul in real time? I think Jenna. With Jenna, it started to change. Yeah. We had, the we, we had like flip phones. We had like keyboard. We big time, man. We were straight talk. Good God, man. Mm-hmm. Oh. Once all this happened, I decided I needed to distance myself from her and focus on my new family. My husband agreed and is doing this as well. Yeah, that really uh, affirms this woman's suspicions that you hate her, that you guys wrote her off like this. I don't think, th- I think they're assholes, man. I'm already on the asshole train here. Fast forward to about a week and a half ago. My husband and son have been sick for over a week. I was out doing errands and getting groceries. Mother-in-law asked me multiple times if I wanted anything from Sam's Club. I would constantly tell her no, but thank you. She was doing the same to my husband, and he would also respond, no, we are good, thanks. I I returned home, and my son was screaming. He hadn't slept all day. We all decided to take a nap. My husband finally falls asleep, and I finally get my son to fall asleep. And this bitch showed up and rang the fucking doorbell. About ten minutes later. Fuck this bitch. No. Mm -mm. There's a knock on my door. My dog goes flying and barking her head off, waking up my son. Yep. I answer the door and yell, why are you here? She says, I wanted to bring you a rotisserie chicken, a trash can, and laundry detergent. Yeah, get the hell out of here, bitch. No. No, man. This is the most random act of, like... No. Peace offering? I don't even know what to call this. What is this? Like, what? A rotisserie chicken, a trash can, and laundry detergent. What the fuck? What are you trying to say here? What are you What are you <laughs> saying with this? You saying our house is dirty, or clothes stink, and we're, and we're not eating? Mm. What is the deal here? I mean, if she came over with some binoid, I'd be like, all right, you can, you can come in. <laughs> but I mean, seriously. No, this bitch is annoying. She needs to back up. She's not listening to them either. They, yeah. She texted both of them, and they both said, no, we're good, thank you. And she still came over. She's not, there are boundaries set, and she's not following them. They said no pictures, she did it anyways. They're yeah. saying, please don't come over, we, we're good. She came over anyways. No, I don't like this woman. Yeah, but, she, but she came I don't care. Gifts. I don't care. No. I told her we already said we didn't want anything, and to not show up at her house unannounced, and that next time she tried... To give us random crap, I will immediately return it to her, because we don't want anything or need anything. She got angry and said she will never come over or speak to us again and slam the door. Good. Goodbye. Am I the asshole? Nope. Nope. I think so. And I don't don't believe her that she won't freaking talk to them again. I guarantee you next week she's going to be showing up at your damn door again. 
She's not the asshole. Or, no, uh, this, no one, she's this not. one's the asshole, in my opinion. No, she's she not. Is. No, they set, ba- they set hmm. boundaries. Very clearly, both of them. I know. And this woman just deliberately yeah. went and broke them. No, absolutely not. I don't care. Like, maybe she followed the boundaries and followed the rules. They would be like, hey, you want to come over this weekend and mm-hmm. hey, see the baby? You want to watch the baby for an hour or two? You know, but you're you're breaking all the rules that we're putting forth. Absolutely not. Get the hell out of here. Don't ever show up at my house again. I don't know, man. I feel Mm-mm. like this woman's an asshole. She's being, this is too <laughs> harsh. This is a woman who's no. excited about having a grandchild here. Yeah, but you're... Okay. She's excited. That's how they do it, man. You gotta understand. This woman raised you, all right. You don't fucking, you know, you don't treat her like that. No. She's excited about the way she could be excited too. She's a grandparent. <clears throat> yeah, and, you could be excited as long as you're following the rules that I'm saying. If that day comes and we become grandparents, I'm gonna be excited too. Yeah, but I'm not just gonna randomly show up. That is know, rude as no, hell. I, yeah, but we have sense. Some people just don't have sense. You gotta appreciate that. Some people don't have sense. You gotta treat them like senseless idiots. You don't yell at them and banish no, get them. get the hell out of here now. I don't know, man. I, I think I think this person's an asshole. I think it was too final and too harsh. Like, bitch, you have a baby. It's not a fucking porcelain god, all right? It's She can be happy, too. You share this. It's not, it's not just your baby. It's like grandparents can share in this, too. Oh, they can. I, I, but this one is breaking know. all the rules. She could be our kid's Mima, even though our kids are old and have attitudes no. now. Hell no. And she can gladly come over here and bring me rotisserie chickens, and <laughs> no, I will gladly eat every one and listen to her stories, <laughs> and we can make fun of neighbors and be catty BFFs together, me and this old lady. No. She can come over here and be our friend. No, thank you. I like this lady. This woman's the asshole. No. Well, I guess I'm overruled here. Yeah, there's like there's not even a question in my mind. We are at odds, and we will be at <clears> odds, I'm sure, quite a bit this Friday on the live show we'll be doing at 6 o'clock Eastern Time. If I survive it, man, this has been a heck of a couple of days for me here. It's been a couple of weeks of just fucking shit, but we're going to get through it, man, yeah. together. So, where, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us at Voice of Missouri on all platforms and Voice of Missouri Podcast at gmail.com.